Chad Prince is his name. He's the guy we're going to get to know today because he's got a brand new song, Make A Way. Him featuring music kids. So we're going to find out who this man is, uh, where he's <laughs> from, everything. Chad, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks in yourself, Janine. It's good to be interviewed by you again. It's a great privilege. <laughs> Tell me, where are you right now? I'm at home in my room, uh, just looking through the window now, seeing the nice sunshine. Here in Cape Town in the northern suburbs and uh, beautiful day outside. Yeah, so I'm good. And besides music, what do you do? Yeah, so besides music, I normally uh, take a job. Like music is like basically mostly what I do. But I have a part-time business where I uh, sell Christian books and also vinyls and other things just to support my music business as well. But um, normally take a job, take a walk and love reading. I love watching sports and uh, yeah, that's mostly my things that I do besides music. You sound glad back like you can sell ice to an Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think my business side comes from my, my parents, uh, especially my dad, like he's also a business guy and he also sells hydraulic jacks and uh, fixes jacks for cars, etc. So I think the business comes in our Prince family line. Yeah, So that's why I just do business when okay. I don't do music. And the mom and the dad and everything, was, uh, they all also stay there? Yeah, they also stay here with me. I'm still by my parents. I'm still young. <laughs> Just turned 26 now, uh, so still live with my parents, but uh, trusting God for my own place in the near future, that will be nice. Okay, so we're assuming not to, no wife and kids yet then. <laughs> nudge, nudge, okay. wink, wink, everyone listening, yes, I'm potential kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still a single guy, I'm yeah. still a single guy, and I also still trusting the Lord for a future, uh, future wife, a partner, yeah. But I... Uh, Take it easy, let him direct itself, but I'm not going to put my mind too much on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. May God bring your wife to you. What about church? Tell me about your church. Yes, so I'm at a new church now at the River Word Church in Plumstead. He's also a, the pastor's mentor is Rodney Ewood Brown. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, yeah. but he's from the States. So um, glad oh, to be Rodney, part of this new that? church. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. He's, he's coming to Cape Town in uh, April doing a revival at Athlone Stadium. So it's nice being under a pastor that has a good mentor or spiritual father yeah. um so the lord has directed me to this new church um i left my previous church because the lord has directed me out into a new season and i'm glad to be part of this one does it mean that you're part of the worship team as well because normally people with talent they end up there very fast <laughs> yeah most probably in the in the near future because like when you join a new church you don't just want to jump into a ministry man, you know you yeah. just want to first just sit and, and, and receive and, <laughs> and and just check if if you like what you're hearing and if it's healthy, you know, yeah. and then once you make up your mind and you, you used to it or you love it, yeah, and then you'll consider joining the worship team, yeah. But I'm still practicing music at home and still going through the worship songs. Ah. Prepare myself in advance in case there comes an opportunity to minister in the church and I at least know the repertoire and, and what the church does. Also listen to the songs that they do here on a service. When you say healthy church, if you had to explain to someone, what do you mean with healthy church? What is it? Yeah, I mean, like the word is good and uh, it's it's a word in season that the pastor is preaching and it resonates with your own spirit as well. Because um, sometimes you can you can discern like, I'm not sure whether I'm at the right place here. I'm not sure whether the agenda or the intentions of the pastor is correct. Is it just about money? Is it just about um, how many people can attend the service? Or is it really about a shepherd's heart caring for the needs of his sheep? So um once I can feel at home and I feel like this is my family and I feel that I belong at this church, then I know this is a healthy church for me specifically. Yeah, especially, you know, I taste the worship a lot. 
Because the songs yes. that they sing, the the more they, you know, only about feelings and moments and stuff like that, and the less they are word based. The worship says a lot about a church. Yeah, but unfortunately, this uh, this case in this time now, uh, the worship team is still a bit uh, shaky. I think they still need some help musically. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I'm willing to. I'm a... <laughs> so I'm willing to. I, I believe the Lord has has given me that ministry, including my parents as well. Yeah, we. The Lord, the Lord normally um, sends us to people that need help, like churches that need help as well, musically. And then uh, I believe God has sent me to that church as well, just to help the, the music ministry um, until they are sorted and settled. And then we see where the Lord leads me next. But it would be nice to stay at the church, you know, where you can uh, be there for years and not just a few years. And then the Lord shifts you out to a, ne- a next church. Yeah. I think that's my ministry evangelism also and uh, helping music ministry in churches. Yeah. Your music. Why don't you make secular music? You can almost make any music. Why this? Yeah, I grew up. I grew up with gospel music. I grew up in a home where there was prayer meetings. There was all kinds of worship team practices in our home as well. Because my parents were part of the worship team. My mom was the lead singer. My dad was the bass guitar player. So I grew up like seeing my parents writing out the church worship songs for the specific services that they will be ministering at or at the church service where they'll be ministering at or worship events. So I grew up with gospel music all around me, like my whole life. And uh, in 2015, in my matric year, the Lord has called me into the music ministry, into the gospel music ministry where I was in church and two prophets gave me a prophetic word saying that they see me playing the keyboard, they see me releasing music to the nations for God's glory. And uh, that's why I'm in the gospel scene. Um, I can play jazz, chord progressions, like jazz tunes, etc. But that I'll do like just at specific occasions, like weddings, etc. Or just like 50th birthday, 60th birthday, and things like that. But I believe my calling is gospel music, and uh, that's why I'm focused here. And God has called me for this specifically. Well, if if it's in your parents, I'm just wondering what you like when you grew up. Would you like have jam sessions at home? If your parents could also do this, where you just play around around the music and just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, like my dad is a big jazz fan. I grew up with heavy jazz music as well, like your George Benson's, your Earl Clues, your Joe Samples, George Duke, Herbie Hancock, all the big guys. Uh, so jazz is in us, like. So if I'm not doing gospel, I normally just jam around with my dad. We, we jam to some George Benson or some other jazz music. But uh, it's not that we're saying we're going to uh, like give that to the world Like when I release music and things like that. that this is just for, 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 for like gaining experience musically and just learning from the best of uh, the musicians out there. Yeah. So then I, incorpor- then I incorporate those uh, like George Benson licks or Joe Sample licks and... Uh, or tricks <laughs> musically into my gospel, yeah, just to give it some flair and just to to also draw the world into the gospel, you know. The thing about jazz, a lot of it is unpredictable because such a lot of just is just flow, you know. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, not like the rest of music that you've got you've got a chorus and you've got a bridge and then you've got like a one. Uh, uh, it's 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 like a recipe. How you make your song? Yes, yes. You do this and this and this and this. Does jazz give you a wider vocabulary of unexpected things to work with? Yes, yes, especially in in church. Like you know, in church you have those flow moments. Like you don't know where things are gonna go musically, and you don't know where the pastor's gonna go, or, or maybe just preaching, and the worship team just needs to flow behind him. So jazz is also about flowing. It's also about. Um, you're just feeding off the next musician next to you. You hear what he's doing and you just go with that. And that's the same in church as well. 
maybe I'll go somewhere on the keys and in the, the worship the, the band, the rest of the musicians will follow me and just like uh, add some variation to what I'm doing. So it's, it's basically jazz as well. So jazz is, I, th- I believe jazz is the center of, of the majority of music. Jazz is, jazz is very broad. And if you want to grow musically, you have to listen to jazz, I believe, because the, there's a lot of uh, information that you can can feed off uh, for what you're currently doing. Even if you're a rock band, even if you're a pop band, uh, jazz you can use anyway. You don't have to use all, but you can use some of it just to, to add some flair. Yeah. I'm just thinking, the thing about making great music together and, and, and jazz specifically now, is you need to know your other musicians. You need to trust one another that if you go in some direction, they will be able to follow. You will be able to yes. <laughs> um, compliment one another. You know when you need to go louder and really go for it and do like a, a focused bit of music and then you know when to step back and give someone else the shine like that. And it's a very yes, much, yes, yes. it's a lot like church, isn't it? Yes. Because church, yes. you've got you've got a solo moment, and then you've got a serving moment, and and you. Yes. Need, but, but sometimes I feel we we expect the same people to do the solo moments the whole time. But jazz sort of gives everyone a moment. It gives everyone a moment, everyone a chance to just just show what's inside of them, or just giving each one a moment to express themselves musically. But it's also like you're saying, you have to trust the guy next to you. So you have to have a relationship with the person before you do music, or just know his skill set. So that when you go in the direction, you know that you can at least go there and not throwing the rest of the guys into the deep waters and embarrassing them. Like when you're going somewhere too too deep musically and then uh, not having them be- being able to follow you. So you're correct, Jenny. <laughs> so is it hard for you to now stand back a bit now that you, if you're there in, in, um, uh, in the pews, and the rest are doing the leading the worship, but you know such a lot. I mean, you know musically what needs to happen and what is not <laughs> happening at this stage. Doesn't that take away from from your focus on the Lord when they maybe just press the wrong note? Yeah, hundred percent correct, Janine. Yeah, it can be frustrating. It can be very frustrating because you're hearing like sometimes you hear, I don't want to expose the church, you know. Mm. But I, I'm speaking about the church, the church in general. Like when you're hearing musicians not going to the correct chords or, or maybe. Like the guys are not following each other or it's sounding a bit messy. Uh, you can see the worship team doesn't know like where they are going. It can be frustrating and it takes my focus off the song and just having me to focus on them. And then my dad and I, like we'll normally sit next to each other and then we'll look at each other almost like, what's going on here? <laughs> I was wondering if that's okay. a, a challenge people don't realize musicians have. If, if you're not yes, part yes. of the worship team at that stage, to focus only yeah. on the Lord, to, to lose yourself in the music when someone else is leading the worship, it's not as easy as it is for someone like me. I don't care yes. what song they play, what note they play. I don't know what it's supposed to be like. I can focus <laughs> on the Lord easily. Yeah, when your mind is focused on, on, on like when you're a musician, like you can focus on the word, you can focus on anything else. But once the music strikes, it's almost like something kicks within you. And your focus just goes there like... You, you don't you don't plan it it's just like when you hear a wrong note you're like hey what's going on there i heard something there. <laughs> what's going on there um but uh, i believe like sometimes you have to have graceful people as well man i i don't judge them too much or judge worship teams too much like if i see the struggling i i look at them understanding you know but um, once i get the opportunity to help then i'll, I'll help but i won't uh, judge too much because i I know that uh, everyone is trying to to serve the Lord with what with the little that they have, you know. So um, I let people just just praise God, even though it's shaky. But once I step in, then I'm gonna then I'm gonna bring some excellence here. Okay, so I want to ask you this question now, because obviously with you it's music, 
with the mother, it is the stove at home. Uh, with the dad, it's he, he's got to provide and he knows about an account the rest don't know about. There's, we've all got distractions depending on who we are in life. So if you're in that yes. moment, if you're distracted now and it's now time to worship the Lord, what gets your brain back so that you can forget about the rest, especially like you, worship is ongoing. The next note happens yes. again. What yeah. makes it possible for you to forget about that and really connect with Jesus while you're worshiping? Yes, yeah, so I, I normally put my focus first on, on, on the Lord in terms of what is the word? What is the word that's in season? What is the pastor preaching? And what is the message that he's trying to convey to the believers in the pew? So I put my focus there first. And then whatever happens musically, I'm just going to try and shut it out of, my, out of my mind and just focus on what does the Lord want me to do specifically? Because I, I believe a person goes to church because you want to feel yourself for the week. You want to feel yourself for whatever you need to do in your purpose. So I put my mind first on what is the word? What is the Lord wanting to say before the music comes? And uh, I think that helps me a lot, just focusing on the word and, and not too much on on notes just flying all over the place so um, i think you need to adjust you need to adjust your mind there to it it's difficult but uh, you have to you have to have a relationship with the lord first before anything else before music and, and once you can establish that and come to church with that mindset what does the lord want me to do and then I, I believe your focus won't be too much on whatever else is going on in the church yeah. the thing about worship is all about being impressed with god so I'm wondering, yes. and maybe I asked you this last time as well, but you're in another season of your life. It's a year later. And I want to ask yeah. you, obviously, where you're worshiping, your heart is connecting with Jesus. And yes. because of where you are in life at this moment, a, a part of who he is impresses you most, whether it is his faithfulness or his patience or his sense of humor or his what. Because of where you are in life at this moment, what part of him stands out for you i'll say his faithfulness for me currently in this season because um, i've stepped into music by faith and uh like the prof prophetic word went out and they yes the lord has led me to go into music and i knew people was gonna say like there's no money in music um you just have to 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 maybe find a, a different job and then do music part-time just to sustain your career etc and now looking back um, it's nine years since matric and I'm 26 years old now and I've just seen how the Lord has been faithful and how he's provided me opportunities to share about my music on radio interviews like with yourself Janine and with other radio uh, stations as well and this is also just showing me God's faithfulness that he has been with me through this nine journey and he is still uh, going to take me to the next levels but I can see the fruit of, of what I've done so far and the fruit of the word of the Lord, that it, it was a correct word. And I believe uh, things will just take off from here. So I believe God's faithfulness is what's keeping me um, going forward. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to know that to know that he will come through for you. Because, I mean, this yes. thing about about a music career, it takes time. And it's a slow yeah. <laughs> thing. It's something that that doesn't take off quickly. Um, yes, yes, yes. So, so how how are you faring with the patience? Yeah, it's, it's a bit tough because sometimes you just want things to kick off. You know, you want things to kick off anyone, a stable salary to start coming in. But um, I believe everything big takes time or everything big started small. And um, I believe I just need to give myself the, the necessary time. Give my, I'm giving myself to the age of 30 
to establish things musically. I'm 26 now, so that will be in another four years. And then I, my goal is to be stable by the end, by the year. Uh, okay, I can't say the year, no, by the age of 30. Um, but I've reached the goal at the age of 25, like just a few days ago when I was 25. Because when I was 19 years old, and I was at U UWC uh, studying at the Performing Arts Center there, I told myself at the age of 25, I want to at least start working on my album, or at least have songs out um, in my album. And when I look back at the end of my of the age of 25, just a few days ago, and I was reflecting on the 25 years, and I can say that I had five songs out by the age of 25 of the album the Lord has uh, inspired me to write. So that's a goal in itself, and that also just shows God's faithfulness, but it's patience, like I say, uh, to see what you want to see um, mm. financially. And it's a good team know? around you as well. That makes all that also makes the difference. Have you got like a – tell me about the studio where you're at and the producer and all of that, or do you do it by yourself at home? Where do you, where do you make your music? <laughs> yeah, so it's funny, like it's, it's, it's a bit all over the place. <laughs> so I have a, a room in my – in the house where I do all my musical things. So I do like guitar recordings, piano recordings. I do my arrangement in my room on my laptop. Um, I do the bass guitar recordings at home as well. But because my room is not acoustic um, proofed yet, or doesn't have acoustic panels yet, I can't do the vocals here. Then I have yeah. to go to another venue here in Hoodstock here in Cape Town. And that's where I do, they have an acoustic room there, very good room for vocal recording. Then I go there and go with the vocalist and we'll do the vocal recording at that area, in that place. And then the drummer, that's part of the song, he normally records his drums, his drum parts at his church. Um, yeah, that's where he records his drum parts. And then we put it all together. So he'll bring his drum parts, send his drum stem or um, part to me. I'll put it together, and then I have the bass, guitars, and my own parts here. Vocals, I also take what I've recorded in Woodstock, put it together, and from there, we just, uh, the drummer will mix and master it and uh, put it all together. And then I have my sister. So, 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 so people think it's just easy to make a song, but it's actually a lot that goes in in the background. But it gets easier over time. The more you do it, the more easy it becomes. Uh, my sister that's also helping me, she's doing my social media. So she's sorting out all the the pictures, photos, and when I do radio interviews, she'll take a video and just have it on my feed. So, so it's a lot going on in the background, but um, I believe it all plays it all plays together for now, until the Lord provides me with a quality studio or quality room in terms of acoustic panels and acoustic proofing to record some quality music as well. Yeah, but I'm 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 using the little that I have now. And then uh, trusting God to just add on as things grow. Well, it comes out amazing. So thank you very much for all the trouble that you're going through to make our lives richer today. Um, listen, Hallelujah. Make a Way is the song that we're going to listen to. But before we listen to the song, I want you to explain to me the message that you want me to get when I listen to your song. Yeah, so let me give you a bit about the background of Make a Way. So in the, let me see. It was last year, the 16th of June. I released my previous song called Review Yourself, and I trusted the Lord for an up-tempo song uh, just after this one because I want something faster than He Reigns, one of the songs I've written before. And uh, 10 days after that, I woke up with this melody and this phrase in my in my, my head. It was like part of my dream, and I woke up with the melody. And I asked the Lord, what does I want to say through this tune that He has given me? Because I believe this is the, the chord progression for the next song. But it was in a worship form. And then I just sped the co-production up, made it faster. And suddenly it was a praise song. And then say the 12th of July, just a month after that, uh, the Lord has given me the theme for the song. 
and the Lord said that he's a way maker. Um, and I believe, okay, cool. God is saying you're a way maker. This is the, the theme for the song. What do you want me to write about? And I was just reflecting up in my childhood, how the Lord has come through for me. He's made a way for me, like when I thought nothing was going to work out in the music career, because I didn't see the fruit. I didn't see the finances. I didn't see the results of what I want to see. And I wrote in the, in the lyrics, I wrote, you were there from the start. You brought forth what's in your heart. You promised me you'll never leave. You're the God in whom I believe. You're my hope. You're my strength. You're my light. You're my guide. You're the life. You're the way. You're the reason that I can say. And the chorus goes, each and every day, you make a way. Everything I need, you will supply. Even in the storm, in every trial, I can truly say, you make a way. And the bridge part goes, you make a way where there seems to be no way. Glad I know you've got the final say. You're the source from where I draw my strength. I choose you, Lord, every day. And the scripture that goes with it is Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19, where the Lord says, Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and the rivers in the desert. So I believe every dry season that you're going through, every desert, and like the people say in January, they call it January. And in February, they call it in February, they call it Fedawari. So I'm taking all that worries away. And I'm saying the Lord will make a way for you this year. And just trust in him and he will see you through. Yeah, that's the message. Well, let's send your sister some more followers and friends for your socials <laughs> and everything like that. Where do they go to? So on Instagram, you can follow me at Chad JF Prince, small letters. On Facebook, it's Chad John Fred Prince. Uh, my first, second, third name, and my surname. On TikTok, it's at Chad JF Prince. And the music you can find on YouTube, Spotify, Deezer, all the various music platforms that you're uh, listening from, you can tune in from there. Just yeah. for the record, that's not the English Prince with a C-E. That's the Afrikaans one with the S at the end. Prince. Yes, Prince. Yeah. So <laughs> don't Prince. misspell it and don't find you. So it's JF, Chad JF Prince. Yes, yeah, so yes, Chad JF Prince. Yeah. It's P-R-I-N-S. There we go. Right, he's done the talking. Let's make him do the singing. Here's his song, Make Away. <laughs>